You're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly, Miss Nia Angie Africana Sutton. Hey, teasers. Thanks for tuning in to Birds, Bees, and Teas, hosted by moi, the lovely Nia Angie Africana Sutton. I'm so happy to have you all on and to bring my brainchild to life and share it with you all. I'm really grateful um, for all of the support and all the subscribes and likes and follows and all that good stuff. So on this first episode, I'm going to give you all the teas about birds, bees, and teas. I wanted a chance to just connect with you all um, and really give you all the vision and a deep dive understanding of what this podcast is. Um, And, you know, before I really give y'all all the tea of the actual episodes. So first, I'll start with talking about me, which I can do all day. Um, so I'm Nia, for those who don't know me and who are new to the podcast and new to my village. Um, I'm Nia, and my pronouns are she and her. And my work in sexual health started just over 10 years ago. So I started this work when I was 16 years old um, in D.C., where I was born and raised. Yes, I'm a DC girl. Um, and so I got an early start as an HIV peer educator. Um, and before I got this job, I just knew that I was going to be a meteorologist. I was like obsessed with the whole idea of meteorology. I would obsessively watch the Weather Channel. It was a little bit wild. Um, but once I started doing this work as a peer educator, I really fell in love with it. Um, I was working at a place called Metro Teenage at the time, and I was a Real Talk rep. Shout out to Real Talk reps. Um, They're still around, um, and the organization has come under a new organization, a newer organization called Whitman Walker Health that may be more familiar to some of you all. Um, But I felt so comfortable working here because my mother worked at Metro Teenage when I was a young child. Um, She worked at that same organization um, as a HIV counselor and a sex educator. So that made me um, feel really comfortable with working at a place like that and doing that type of work. Um, And when we were growing up, because she worked in these roles, we were very open about sex and sex education in the house. Like we talked about body parts very openly and by name, like we were not allowed to like call our vaginas a cootie cat. Like, what is that? You know, like straight up, you know, say what it is. Um, you know, we talked, we knew what condoms were at a young age. Like we talked about all of those things. What I'm learning now is that as open as we talked about sex and sex education, we were not talking openly about sexuality. My mother is still present day, a lot less open to sexuality versus like sex and sex education. And that's something that this Um, podcast is definitely going to like work through and work out the differences between those things because it's not the same and like actually practicing sex 
um, it's a whole different ball game for people than actually like just te teaching or talking about the basics of sex. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, so I really, um, it enjoyed my role as a peer educator, getting back to that. I really enjoyed that. Um, because it gave me an opportunity to learn about sex and sexuality while I was also teaching it to my friends and my peers and random people around D.C., um, you know, at the metro station and stuff like that. You know, people would call me the condom girl. I w will never forget that. And um, I'll never forget when Real Talk Reps did like a PSA. Um it was really like a some type of I'm not the words are not coming to me right now, but we did like this um, campaign is what I should call it. And we did it on the trains and the buses. And it was like our actual faces with quotes, you know, about um, raising HIV awareness in D.C. And so there was a point in time where my face was plastered in the train stations across the buses um, you know, like posters on the bus, like I would be on the bus with posters of me up in the thing and people looking at me and looking at the poster like, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. Let me get off the bus. <laughs> you know, but I'm so proud of those things now. It was embarrassing back then when I was like riding the bus and that was me. Um, but I'm really proud of that work um, and just really grateful for having that foundation that really guided me into my passion and into my purpose. And Nia means purpose. So yeah, so I'm grateful. Um, shout out to Dwayne Lawson Brown, who was my boss at uh, Metro Teenage at the time and over at Real Talk Reps. Shout out to all of the people who were Real Talk Reps with me at the time. Like, yes, it was a great time. So I took this passion, um, this newfound passion that I gained my last two years of high school um, and let that guide me to my undergraduate studies. So I majored in public health education at North Carolina Central University, Eagle Pride. Um, I went there and I acquired my bachelor's of science there um, and I continued my peer education work. Um, there with a group called Project Safe. Shout out to Project Safe um, at NCCU. Um, and we were very similar to um, what I was doing with the Real Talk reps. We did um, community and campus outreach. We did a lot of condom distribution. We hosted testing events um, and just all that and made sex education fun. Um, that has been a really big thing for me throughout my career thus far um, is really making this work fun and exciting because a lot of the sex education um, that we received was like weird and they would show us like weird pictures and just like just wow <laughs> wow that shit honestly um, so um, that that was really important to me to do and I was happy to continue that with Project Save, so shout out to them. And um, so once I finished undergrad, um, I worked for a little while in North Carolina in a really rural county, um, Person County, Roxborough, North Carolina. Um, it was OD racist and OD wild <laughs> out there, for real. Um, but that gave me more experience working in substance abuse prevention, 
um, and doing a lot of work with employee wellness and things like that, chronic disease prevention. Um, so while I was, you know, my main focus and my baby has always been sexual health and sexual wellness, I've also had opportunities to dive into some other realms of public health. Um, and this also expanded um, when I went to get my master's of public health from Georgia State University, Panther Pride, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I did substance abuse prevention work while I was um, acquiring my master's. Um, I was able to do adolescent development, bullying prevention, suicide prevention, mental health work, um, minority health and health disparities, um, just all of those good things that I've been able to do um, while also maintaining my original passion for doing sexual health work. So it has been a fun, fun, fun ride. And um, more recently, I was able to get back into sexual health work um, on a professional level um, where I was doing teen pregnancy prevention um, and doing sex education, youth engagement, which is really important to me considering my founding in this work um, with Metro Teenage and Real Talk Reps. Um, I've been able to work with LGBTQ populations and really learn so much and unpack and learn unlearn so much um, from those communities. I've worked with social workers, um, a little bit of everybody. So it has been a very fun ride. Um, and even though it's been 10 years, I'm still like new in the game and um, I'm happy to like just have more opportunities to learn and grow and see where um, my endeavors take me next. So, um, yeah. So as I mentioned, my first love and passion will always be sexual health. And I love it so much because it's so liberating. Like the work is liberating and just learning the information as I um teach it and develop programs around it and things like that. Um, it's just a very liberating experience. Um, and I also like this work because I like sex. And I didn't know that it was okay for me to say that before I started doing this work. And I want other people who share similar experiences and upbringings as me to learn that freedom and also just to learn accurate information as I mentioned before, a lot of the sex education that we had growing up was just trash. It was all based in shame and stigma and scare tactics. And some of it was just flat out lies. I will never forget um, when I was in middle school or junior high school, because in D.C. at that time we didn't have middle schools, we had junior high schools. Um, my gym teacher was like, doing a brief lesson, I guess, about periods and pads and tampons because we were like standing up in a circle. It was weird. And um, she was telling us about the tampons. And then she said, but you all should not be wearing these and you should be wearing pads because if you're wearing tampons, that means you're having sex. Yeah, it was like an awkward silence, just like that. And I was like, um, sis, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, wait a minute now. Like, you know, 
I, I don't know everything there is to know about sex. You know, I'm 13 at the time, you know, but I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think that's right. <laughs> what she's saying. Um, but, you know, it's wild that she actually believed that and that it's very likely that someone taught that to her um, and that she's just repeating what she knows to be true and what she knows to be correct. So that just proves that even as adults, we have so much still to learn about sex. And trust me when I say that sex gets better the more you learn about it. The more you learn about your body, the more you learn about sexual communication and all of that, like it literally gets better. Deadass. So that is what I want birds, bees, and teas to be. I want it to be a place where we can safely unpack and unlearn all of that bullshit that we learned like growing up, all the negative the negativity and all just like all the wildness that we learned about sex and sexuality. And I want us to be able to share and learn new things together. And this includes me too. I don't know everything there is to know about sex and things continue to change and develop and grow in this field and in our world and in our society. So I will always have more room and space to learn and grow as well and to learn from you all. So I am not above, you know, being called in um, or being educated about something. I appreciate it and I welcome it. So one of my favorite ways to do this type of learning is storytelling. So this is why Birds, Bees, and Teas is a sexuality education and storytelling podcast. It's one of the first forms of mass media And it's also a cultural stronghold of many of the communities with which I align myself, um, like the black community um, and also like the femme community, the way that we um, communicate and tell stories and dramatize them. Um, It's just me. Really, it is. Um, So when I say what's the tease? I'm looking for, you know, something that's sweet, hot, spilling over the rim, juicy, okay? Birds, Bees, and Teas will bring all authentic stories that will make you laugh, scream, cringe, cry, holler, and laugh again. And we really need this space, y'all. We need to be able to share our stories We need a space to be affirmed through our shared experiences. We need space to learn something new so that we can forgive our own past ignorances. And we need to spend time together in a space that is for us, by us, and empowers us at the same time. And so that's really how I came up with BBT. Just thinking about all of these things and how I operate in the world as a sexual being and like what would be supportive for me. So our learning and sharing will happen in a variety of ways. Some episodes will be just me sharing information and some unsolicited opinions most times because that's what I am and who I am. Um, And some of the other episodes will feature 
elite sexual health gurus and professionals to bring you information about various topics of you all's interest. There is no limit to these topics either. Nothing is off the table. You name it and we can talk about it and learn about it together. Some topics that you'll hear soon will include sex, dating, and COVID-19, double standards, long-distance relationships, and so much more that I will not spill the full teas on yet. But you all will need to tune in every Tuesday to catch these discussions. That's right. Tuesday is Birds, Bees, and Teas Tuesday every single Tuesday, okay? So don't forget that every Tuesday, tune in with us. Um, We gladly share this day with Titty Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, Tequila Tuesday, and Sex Trivia Tuesday. Um, Sex Trivia Tuesday is hosted by my good friend Janelle Henry um, on Instagram. So on her Instagram, it's La Luna Azul, La underscore Luna underscore Azul. Um, yes. Okay. And um, she is a sexual health superstar out of Durham, North Carolina. And every Tuesday, she hosts Sex Trivia Tuesday on her Instagram story. So y'all definitely need to check that out because that is a fun and fast way to learn a lot of stuff. And uh, we're actually going to have her on the show as well. So y'all got to stay tuned because we got some good stuff coming for y'all. I promise y'all we do. So with that being said, Birds, Bees, and Teas will also be connecting you all with other sexual health resources, podcasts, professionals, Um, you know, social media pages, all of that good stuff. There's so much to learn about sex and we're not going to learn it all here on this podcast. So um, we'll be doing reviews of sex toys, condoms, lubes, and other sex gadgets. And we will be shamelessly promoting and supporting black businesses. Okay, so I'm trying to give y'all a feel of what all we're going to be doing here. Some of our other guests and co-hosts and panelists will include teasers from outside of the sexual health world. These are some of my favorite episodes because we get the raw and the real in these discussions, okay? So with that, let me just give a little warning. These discussions are not always politically correct. They are not always said in the most progressive and affirming and inclusive ways. And they're not always warm and fuzzy. Um, Yes. So I just want to be real about that. Um, And you all may hear those things. Um, But to further on that, um, go further on that, I want to clarify that um, there is no hate speech of any form allowed on the Birds, Bees, and Teas podcast. So um, y'all might say, like, this is sensitive Twitter. Like, yes, (laughs) we don't allow hate speech. We allow our guests to engage with the language that they know, engage in a way that feels real and authentic for them. Um, But we also want people to be open, um, not just people who come on the show, but also our listeners and me too. Like, I need to be open to being corrected 
um, and be open to um, learning language that is more affirming and inclusive. Um, so yeah, all of that good stuff. Um, and so with that little warning that I just gave out, let me say this also. All opinions that are shared on this podcast are owned and held by the person who shared them, okay? They are not a reflection of me. They are not a reflection of the podcast. They are not um, a reflection of any professional relationships that I hold, okay? None of that, okay? So let me just, y'all ain't going to be saying me a problematic. She did this, she did that, okay? This is if people say what they want to say, okay? All right. And so the last thing that I will say to you all is to make sure that you follow, like, retweet, and share us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all of that good stuff. We'll be coming to some more platforms soon. And at those times, I will definitely announce them and share them with you all. Um, Some of our episodes will air live on social media or there'll be like social media recordings and things like that. So make sure you follow us for that. And we'll also use these platforms to share information um, and share resources with all of you. Um, And we'll do fun stuff on these social media platforms too, like trivia and giveaways. I know y'all like free stuff. Um, So yes, share with your friends, like us, follow us, all of that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and get tuned in and tapped into this tease, y'all, because we have so much to talk about and I'm so excited. So thank y'all for tuning in for this first introductory episode. Stick around for episode two and all the hot, juicy, sweet episodes that are coming soon. Thanks, y'all.